Traversing the fields of geekdom. How about new? Uh, Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And how is everybody doing? If this is your first time with The Geek Show, first of all, welcome. This is a show where we take a break from all the news, all the yelling, all the screaming, politics, all of that. Push that aside. But obviously we'll be talking about the big elephant in the room that is COVID-19. Uh, because it's starting to affect the uh, the geek world in some bigger ways. Because it's just an incredibly... Another week. Last week was probably dead in regards to any news in anything. In movies or TV shows or video games. Uh, but this week I got a little bit for you, and we're going to have a jam-packed show, as always. We're going to start off the show with News of the Week. I got some interesting uh, Facebook stuff, PlayStation news, very, very cool stuff. Then we go to a break, and after that, we'll talk about... I would talk movies, but there aren't really any big releases this week. Uh, so instead, I'll be talking about a new streaming service that just released a bunch of new trailers for their new shows called Peacock. Peacock is with NBC. First of all, just a terrible, terrible name for a streaming service. But they have some interesting shows, including one that I'm curious, very curious about, because I don't know anything about it in the past. Uh, then we take a break, and the last part of the show, we have a top 10 list, the top 10 feel-good movies to watch when you're at home, because we need something to help make us happy and inspire us to keep going forward and keep doing our best. And I got some good ones for you. A lot of animated movies. It is very funny how much uh, kids' movies are the, the main winners in feel-good movies, but I guess that makes sense. Uh, quickly, before we get into the news, a quick sidebar, a little housekeeping. Uh, there is a new 1470 WMBD app. You can go to any of the app stores on any uh, Android or iOS device. Just type in 1470 WMBD and you'll be able to find it. What's cool is as soon as you open it, well, it starts playing. Uh, then in the bottom right corner, there is a thing that says on demand. If you click on that, boom, you'll see, hey, look, it's the Geek Show. You can click on it and you can listen to all previous episodes. This episode, if you're listening to this live on Saturday the 18th, it will be uh, available hopefully on Monday, and then I'll keep updating every Monday with new episodes. So let's get straight into the news, and let's start off with hacking, but more specifically, fake news and Facebook. Um, let's do this one first. A big report came out. Uh, that uh, shows that a pro-Iranian operation has started to spread coronavirus disinformation across Facebook and Twitter. Their main goal is that the content that they're trying to push out there is trying to link uh, the coronavirus with the USA and say that the USA is the one who created this coronavirus and is spreading it to kill people outside of the United States. Um, they have been uh, considered uh, they, they've been mainly focusing on places like China and Iran and some EU countries. But according to this, it's just showing that not only is fake news and fake information and disinformation uh, just affecting us, because without a doubt in this weird, weird world we're in, uh, misinformation is everywhere. But you have to also remember there are other countries in the world and they are also getting misinformation. And what you don't want is the entire world 
thinking that we created the coronavirus and that they're going to hunt us down. But this report came out. There's trying to uh, track down all of the original sources on social media and get rid of them. Uh, while we're still talking about social media, Facebook is going to add a anti-misinformation post to your news feed but only if you liked a fake Corona news post. So Facebook is going to start putting anti-misinformation messages in its newsfeed of people who have engaged with fake coronavirus stories. The company offered an update to its fight against uh, harmful misinformation. Once these boxes appear for people who liked or reacted or commented to that post, Facebook later will remove it, encouraging them to visit uh Good sources for information, including the World Health Organization, uh, the CDC, and others. So, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. Like, regardless on which side of the political aisle you're on and what you believe in on social media, I'm I'm not here to tell you what's right, although I think you should follow the uh, the scientists, but that's just coming from a geek. Um, without a doubt, we are in a, a hugely politically and just everything divide in this world. And if it's anything, everybody who's attacking us with misinformation are winning significantly because there are, without a doubt, I've seen posts of people saying that Bill Gates is behind all of this. I've seen people say that Donald Trump's behind all of this. And the thing that I'm learning out of all of this is that Mother Nature doesn't give a rat's blank about any of us, and it will do what it chooses to do. One of the craziest things, I think, from a science standpoint is how, um, because of social distancing, how quickly Mother Nature just takes back what we humans have taken from it. Uh, there were dolphins in Italy in the rivers. Uh, we had monkeys taking over. Uh, it's just very, very interesting how uh, the whole world is kind of starting to take itself back while we humans stay indoors. So uh, just be aware, if you see this on Facebook, definitely look at your sources and try to figure out. You have to remember... There are differences between opinion pieces and actual hard news. Um, if it sounds too good to be true, typically it usually is. But, uh, yeah, keep an eye on that. Facebook's going to try to fight it. It'll be interesting to see if that works because as we begin to head out of the coronavirus, although it's going to be some time uh, to be fully out of it, and we focus more on the political campaigns, I think we'll be seeing a boatload of social media posts, hate, uh, messages and misinformation as other countries continue to keep pushing us on the uh, the brink of fighting each other to the end. This misinformation and all this reminds me of that classic Twilight Zone episode. I know, going old school. Uh, I really love the old Twilight Zone episodes. Uh, I've been binging them on the weekend because it's just something to watch. Uh, there is a great one that involves uh, this street and the light started flickering at one house. And because of that, uh, a kid came up and said, oh, well, if you look in my comic books, the communists are, are flipping on and off the lights and they're creating something. And basically it ends with this entire street uh, going against each other, yelling and hating each other. And then it turns out it was just aliens above in space. And they said, look, this is how easy it is that we can destroy the human race just by flipping the electricity on and off. And I think that's what misinformation is, because it's so easy to just hop on, see information that you want to see that makes you angry, and then go with it. We all got to be fighting this stuff a lot more and a lot better, because it's not going to get any better. In fact, after seeing all of this social media stuff and staying at home and more reliant on social media, 
we really need to get together and help fight this because misinformation is bad. Uh, continuing on, I went on a little mini rant there. Uh, PlayStation 5 is uh, coming out this year, the holiday season, the new PlayStation, and the new Xbox is coming out. But the PlayStation uh, report from Bloomberg has come out that says that the PlayStation 5 supply is likely going to be limited at launch, but not for why you think. A lot of people thought that these consoles, the new Xbox Series X, terrible name, and the PlayStation 5 would be delayed this year because of the coronavirus. And if that didn't happen, that supplies would be low. Well, the, it was true that the report is that the PlayStation 5's uh, supply is limited, but it's not because of the coronavirus. It's because of how expensive it is. And right now, Sony is having a problem trying to figure out how much they're going to sell their PlayStation 5 for. And that's going to be a very interesting point because Microsoft and PlayStation always fight each other to be the best, uh, the best and the most money maker. And statistically, in the previous video game console launches, whoever starts off at the cheapest price, even if it's $50 cheaper, is always the victor in the long run. Uh, PlayStation 3 did horrible, but the Xbox 360, I think it was, yeah, 360, did phenomenally well because of its price point. But then when everybody switched to the Xbox, what, Elite, or whichever the newest one is, Xbox One, uh, when that came out and then the PlayStation 4 came out, the PlayStation was cheaper, and now the PlayStation is king. So we'll have to wait and see in the long run what's going to happen and how much it's going to cost. People really want it to be around three ninety nine. Uh, but rumors are it might get up to four ninety nine or even five ninety nine, which I think would hurt them in the long run. A couple headlines, and then we'll take a break. Disney Plus is going to premiere an eight part Mandalorian docu series on Star Wars Day, May the fourth, and it includes never before seen footage. Cool. Disney is really milking that show for as much as it can, uh, but uh, it's a good show. I've only watched, I think, half of it, and then I kind of lost interest. I need to get back into it, but I liked what I saw of it. Um, quick sidebar on that, too. Reports are coming out that Disney is losing $30 million a day because of the coronavirus, so it'll be interesting to see if Disney will survive all of this shutdown. Uh, Pokemon Go, if you're a fan of Pokemon Go, uh, added remote raids so that you don't have to go outside to fight. So Pokemon Go is a game that you can get on your phone, and it requires you to go walk around and catch Pokemon. But due to the coronavirus and the stay-at-home order, the app developers have decided, hey, we're going to make it easier for you to catch Pokemon while at home. Makes sense. Super cool. And finally, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Sam Raimi, who directed the very first Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, uh, has confirmed that he will be directing Doctor Strange into the Multiverse of Madness after the previous director left due to creative differences. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to talk about Peacock, the streaming Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Vora. This is a segment where we usually talk about the movies of the week, but here's the honest truth. There really aren't that many movies to talk about. It's all digital and streaming right now. I don't think, and don't quote me, but I could not find it, any new movies that are really popping out. So instead, we're going to talk about something else, uh, the world of streaming. We've talked about it several times before, and we're going to continue talking about it because streaming is the next big thing. And this one's kind of the next big thing, I guess, maybe. Um, this is from NBC. It is their streaming service called Peacock. First of all, 
Yes, every time I mention it, I'm going to make fun of the name. It is a terrible, terrible, terrible name for a streaming service, but they're going with it. And in all honesty, even their logo is terrible. It's like just a P and then one, two, three, four, five, six different colors. It looks bad. But they released a uh, on their Twitter page a bunch of trailers for their new shows coming back, uh, coming out. And what's interesting about all of this is that they were originally supposed to launch with the Olympics. That was going to be their big introduction of the program and the software and to get everyone watching it. And because of the coronavirus, they weren't able to launch it. They decided to wait. And there's no release date yet, but apparently it's going to come out sooner rather than later because they do want to get on this uh, train that other people are getting on, which is the coronavirus staying at home train and you want to watch something on TV. So I got a bunch of trailers we're going to go over. We'll talk about them. We'll move on. I don't know. We'll see what happens, what comes out of this. I haven't seen these yet either, so I'll be curious to see. This first one, though, I am so intrigued by. I, this is the only one I saw a little bit about uh, before I started recording this. And this is one for a movie that is coming out on there, and it's called Angeline. And it's about... A, I guess the kind of first reality TV star. I know nothing about this. Never heard of this lady before, but this looks fascinating. Take a listen to this. This is the trailer for Angeline. So what are you advertising? Myself, of course. Yourself? Myself. You want to put up posters of yourself, just you, around the city? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? Nobody's ever done it. Why not start now? I bet people will talk about this a hundred years from now. The mystery of Angeline has become a media obsession. So Angeline, what exactly are you famous for? I'm famous for being on billboards. I am a bright pink light, here to inspire joy. So why billboards? You wanna grab people's attention? You have to tease. What happens now? Now, we wait. Yeah, so if you follow The Geek Show, you know I really like uh, things that are based off of true stories. And this one is fascinating just because I don't know anything about it. But I love the whole psychology between... Uh, uh, reality TV stars and just the, the whole genre of social media and being an influencer. And this looks like an early take on what would eventually become like Kim Kardashian. So Angeline, it is a movie coming out on Peacock when it launches. Uh, what's very fascinating about this all, I was reading just a little bit about it, uh, is that her true identity uh, came out like just three years ago. She's been able to hide it this long. Looks really, really good. Uh, might not be for kids. I don't know. Uh, they don't have a rating system up yet, but we'll keep an eye on that one when it launches. Uh, next up, let's do a uh, let's do one for kids. I think kids will like this. This is a teaser for Madagascar, a little wild. It's a wild, wild world, and it's calling on it. It's a jungle out there, so let's get on our way.
yeah, so that was a teaser for the new show on Peacock called Madagascar Little Wild. If you know the Madagascar series, it stars a giraffe, a hippo, a zebra, and a lion, and they're all friends. But then they get stuck on this island, obviously Madagascar. This is a prequel series. It involves when they're kids. It looks like there's lots of dancing and fun. I think the family will enjoy it. Uh, what's really cool is that Peacock, the streaming service, is uh, putting out front and center their children uh, family friendly stuff uh, it just seems like a lot of these streaming services when they first launch are uh, showcasing their uh, more adult stuff to get people to buy it so i'm glad that they're doing that next up though is a series that in all honesty i talked about it before i know nothing about but apparently it's huge this is the trailer for punky brewster good to see you punky brewster mom you put on two different shoes haven't done that in a while still works Raising three kids alone isn't easy. I had to grow up. Ish. It's helped me rediscover my punky power. So, yeah, like I said, I know nothing about Punky Brewster, but I had to play it because a lot of people are super excited about it. I think it was an old TV show about... This young girl being uh, going through her teenage years. Now she's a mom, single mom, lots of kids. I, I think it's just going to be a family-friendly, fun show. Super cool. Next up is a series that started on the USA Network, and I love it. It is one of the funniest shows on TV, and this is and it's finally coming back. They released a movie, and then they're now doing a second movie. I wish it was an entire series. Sadly, it's not. But this is the trailer for Psych 2. I'm a psychic. He is a sympathetic pooper. There's a lot of strange stuff going on around here. Ghosts. Not necessarily ghosts. But probably ghosts. No more embarrassing nicknames. We can't just stop doing bits we've been doing for 10 years. My name's Sean Spencer. This is my partner, Lego, my ego. Gus, we're home. You can give me some chewy. Yeah, Psych is one of those rare shows that just works. You would think, based on the premise that it's a guy who fakes that he's a psychic, but he's actually a really good detective, would be bad. Uh, it came out at a weird time because it was during, uh, if you remember the show Monk when that was huge, uh, it kind of spun off of Monk in, in a weird way, and a lot of people weren't sure. But once it found its own voice, it was hilarious. It was great. Everybody loved it. Super, super cool. That is Psych 2. It's a movie, not a series, and it'll be released on Peacock. And yeah, that is it. That's our little sneak peek to Peacock, the worst named streaming service of all time, coming out very soon, in quotations, because we don't know how long, but they said they're gonna, planning on releasing it very, very soon. And then, uh, yeah, the it's going to be free if you are a Comcast subscriber. It will be $4.99 a month if you want to watch it with ads, or $9.99 a month if you want to watch it without ads. I think that's a little expensive, but we'll have to wait and see in the long run how it does. I think after Peacock, the only other big one that's been announced so far is HBO, which we'll be releasing later this year, and I'll keep you guys covered with all of that information. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How's everybody doing? You know, this is a segment, because normally I would do Corey's Tech Corner followed by the top five list, but in this world that we're in right now with the stay-at-home order and the coronavirus and all of that, 
Well, I'm going to be honest. The news is incredibly slow. The geek world is finally catching up with the coronavirus and things are starting to slow down. A lot of new news is not happening. No, I think I saw one new trailer this week and it was for not even a major movie. One not even worth time sharing. And uh, yeah, it was just weird times that we're in. Hopefully we'll start catching up with some good news and some good uh, geek information in the coming weeks. But for now, let's sit back because we're home. What are we going to do? Let's enjoy the top 10 best feel-good movies of all time. Okay, maybe not all time, but the official geek show list for the best feel-good movies of all time. I got some special guests. I got some good ones. Surprisingly, a lot of Disney movies. Disney is really good at making you feel good. So let's jump straight into it with number 10. Number 10. Okay, number 10 is a movie that I had to put on here because I love it. It inspires me. It, it reminds me of my childhood, and it makes me feel good. But I have to, well, I don't know if I should warn you. Yeah, I'm just going to warn you ahead of time. It is incredibly sad at one point. Like, jaw-droppingly, emotionally stabbed in the heart sad at some point. And that movie is Bridge to Terabithia. That's impossible. kingdom from up here look at it what do we call this place terabithia yes bridge to terabithia our very first disney movie for the top 10 list and this movie made me feel so so good because it reminded me a lot of my childhood running around creating imaginary worlds and just having a good time outside with your friends using your imagination but i have to be honest with you up front because uh you might watch this movie walk in and say hey i'm ready to feel great there is a point where you're not going to feel great i won't tell you why i will just say that if i make a list which i should make a list for this the top 10 movies that make Corey cry this would probably be on them but it ends on a good note and it's just a overall feel good movie i really enjoy it just because of the connection with my childhood what's really interesting is the trailers for this movie did the movie no justice at all it set it up like it was going to be this uh, lord of the rings movie but for kids and it's not that at all it's just a solid good tale of friends of family and your imagination really really good that's bridge to terabithia number nine number nine number nine goes to a movie that is all about food and it's interesting because I love TV shows and movies that involve food. I love watching people cook. I love hearing how they cook it. I like the, the chemistry, the artistic abilities behind it. But I'm terrible at cooking. And I seriously, ask anyone that knows me and they'll tell you I am the world's pickiest eater. But put that aside because I love good movies. And this one, number nine, goes to Chef. <laughs> We're being reviewed by the most important critic in the city. Now suddenly you're going to be an artist. Well, be an artist on your own time. It's my restaurant. The kitchen is my domain. That was our deal. The deal has now changed. Either you stay or you go. Do you threaten to fire me now? No, I'm telling you what I'm prepared to do if you don't cook my menu. It's up. It's up. Those reviews out. His dramatic weight gain can only be explained by the fact that he must be eating all the food sent back to the kitchen yes john favreau stars and directed in this movie it is basically a love letter to food it's about obviously we just heard it in the clip a restaurateur chef 
who is fired, and he launches a food truck business, and it's just a movie about passion for cooking, for love of family, and it is without a doubt just a warm, happy-feeling movie. You definitely, when you're done watching this, want to learn how to cook a lot of these foods because... It looks stupidly good. Number eight. Number eight goes to a big fan of the show, Big Hidden Geek. I think he's a, a closeted geek. Dan DiOrio with his feel-good movie choice. Thanks, Corey. Uh, my favorite feel-good movie that I watch probably uh, almost every weekend is the movie Miracle. All-star teams fail because they rely solely on the individual's talent. The Soviets win because they take that talent and they use it inside a system that's designed for the betterment of the team. My goal is to beat them at their own game. Beat the best team in the world. Gold medalist in 64, 68, 72, 76. It's a pretty lofty goal, Herb. Well, that's why I want to pursue it. <laughs> the story of the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team which when my son walks by goes, you're watching it again? Again? Which obviously is a big key in the movie, that particular phrase. I just like the story itself. Uh, I like the improbability of it. And it's uh, full of classic, memorable lines that I will never forget. Number seven. Number seven goes to another Disney movie that I would class as underrated. Now, maybe I'm wrong. I'm not exactly on the Disney forums every day reading about whatever he was talking about. But I feel like this movie doesn't get a lot of love as it deserves. And it's one of my favorite animated movies from Disney. That is Big Hero 6. On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your pain? <clears throat> Zero. It is all right to cry. No, 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 crying no. Crying no. is a natural no. response to pain. I'm not crying. I will scan you for injuries. Don't scan me. Scan complete. Unbelievable. You have sustained no injuries. However, your hormone and neurotransmitter levels indicate that you are experiencing mood swings. Common in adolescence. Diagnosis? Puberty. Whoa, what? You got kids, you got superheroes, and you got Baymax, a giant inflatable nurse robot who is beyond hilarious, and this movie is just amazing. If you follow The Geek Show, you know I am a big nerd about animation, either hand-drawn or even 3D animated, just because I love how it looks. I love the, just the visuals of it all. And this movie blows me away every time I see it. The bad guy is interesting. The story is great, but the animation is just next level because one of the devices he uses is he's able to use... Uh, mind control but not really mind control to control these little metal devices and there's hundreds of thousands of them and they're each animated on the screen it just looks so stinking gorgeous it is a really good happy tale about family about friends about becoming who you uh, want to be who you choose to be and it's just an overall great movie for kids a great movie for family if you like superhero movies definitely one to check out really really good Number six. Number six. Number six goes to a movie that is probably one of the very few movies that are for adults only. This is from one of my favorite comedies of all time, Step Brothers. I think it would be very prudent. Can we turn our beds into bunk beds? Yes. Why are you guys so sweaty? All right, we've already figured out how to do this. The beds match up perfectly. And here's the thing. It'll give us so much extra space in our room to do activities. Please say yes. You don't need permission from us to build bunk beds. You're adults. You can do what you want. So... I don't 
give a f Now, you both have several interviews tomorrow. I would think you'd be focused on that and not building bunk beds. Yes, Sweet. you can make fun. I knew it. Okay, you guys are not going to regret this. We're going to get so much more activities done. This is the funnest night ever. <laughs> Will Ferrell, John C. Riley. It was a match made in comedy heaven. Uh, they first starred in a movie together in 2006 with Talladega Nights, the, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby. I wasn't a big fan of that movie, but everybody seemed to love it at the time. But then because of that, it spun off into Step Brothers, which is a movie about two really older guys living at home with their mom and dad. The mom and dad want to kick them out, and they have to find jobs. It is bizarre. It is hilarious. If you like Will Ferrell comedy, this is like peak-level Will Ferrell comedy, just over-the-top uh, language, uh, sex, and not violence, but just... Uh, yeah, I guess there is violence, but it's cartoony violence. Not a movie for kids at all. Don't let your kids watch this movie. But without a doubt, it makes you feel good after it, just because if you are not on the floor from laughing so hard, I don't know what kind of comedy you are looking for. One of my favorites, without a doubt, there are even some rumors that they might be making a sequel to it eventually. I, I would bet money on that beforehand, but then recently, I think it was two years ago, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley released a movie about the uh, Sherlock Holmes where they played Sherlock and uh, his assistant, and it did it bombed. It did really, really bad in the box office. So we might never see a Step Brothers 2, but definitely worth your time. We're going to take a break for a quick recap. Uh, this is the top 10 list, the top 10 feel-good movies while well, we're staying at home, movies that make you happy, inspire you. Number 10 went to Bridge to Terabithia. Number 9 went to Schiff. Number eight went to Miracle. Number seven went to Big Hero 6. And number six went to Step Brothers. Man, now that I'm reading them back, I should have put Big Hero 6 at number six. That would have made more sense. But anyway, we'll take a break. When we get back, we'll finish our top 10 feel good movies of the week. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. Now, a little housekeeping before we get into the uh, top ten list here. The Geek Show is available on podcast form. You can search for The Geek Show and you'll be able to find it. But the best way to find it is to download our new 1470 WMBD app. Just go to any app store with an iOS or Android device or go to our website and you'll be able to download the app from there. And from there, you click on the on-demand section, and boom, the Geek Show's there. You'll be able to listen to any and all of the old Geek Shows. If you miss something or if I need to be corrected on something, you can even send me audio saying, hey, you need to correct this, Corey. But, yes, we are finishing our top ten list of the week. This is the top ten feel-good movies because we need stuff to make us feel better in these weird times that we're in and under the stay-at-home order. So let's continue with number five. You're driving along. You're driving along. And all of a sudden, the kids are yelling from the back seat. I got to go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, truck tire. I can't stop. <laughs> There's a cliff, ah! and your family's screaming, 
Oh my god, we're burning alive! No, I can't feel my legs! Yes, that is Tommy Boy. Uh, if you've never heard of Tommy Boy before, first of all, stop everything you're doing right now and go see this movie. Chris Farley, David Spade, but uh, I've talked about this before on The Geek Show. Uh, Chris Farley was a icon. Uh, I grew up and I really looked up to him because he was a bigger guy like myself. And he was hilarious, and I think I'm pretty funny. But uh, fantastic movie about this guy trying to sell tire no not tires breaks after his father passes away and it's just a really good funny over-the-top comedy classic classic chris farley definitely check it out number four number four goes to a pick by listener of the show lisa this is ponyo one magical day a goldfish he found a new friend mom i saved her she sure is pretty. Don't worry. I'll take good care of you. I think I'll call her Ponyo. Yes, that is Ponyo. You know, there are some people who don't like that movie, and if you see that person, Greg Batten, uh, you need to tell him how wrong he is. Ponyo is a fantastically beautiful animated film, hand-drawn by Miyazaki. I believe is his name. Yes, Miyazaki. He's done one of my favorite movies of all time, Spirited Away. Once you see it, you know what kind of movie it is. It is happy. It is a retelling of The Little Mermaid fantastic film that just it's worth it just for the art the art is absolutely gorgeous and it's just a movie that makes you feel good i think all of his movies just make you feel good so definitely check that out that's ponyo and thanks again for lisa for sending it in number three number three number three goes to another special guest mr greg batten greg take it away hey it's greg uh thanks Corey. the oh, i have a lot of movies that would fall into the category of like my feel-good movie but one of them I remember being so surprised about, and it was so, such an odd movie, uh, was a movie called Big Fish. And Big Fish had to do with this older man who kind of reminded me of my dad. And he told these fantastic stories. And his, him and his son didn't get along. And the son thought he was full of it. And then at the end, we realized that maybe the dad wasn't full of it. And then there was like some magic things that happened at the end. And it was all this real weird, gooey stuff. I remember just really crying really hard at the end of that movie. And I've only had the courage to watch it once. I've only seen that movie once. So I would say my go-to feel-good movie is Big Fish, which I learned only recently from Corey is a Tim Burton movie, which is weird to me because I don't normally like Tim Burton movies, but I love Big Fish. Number two. Joy. This is sadness. That's anger. What? This is disgust. Uh, and that's fear. Ah! We're Riley's emotions. <laughs> These are Riley's memories. They're mostly happy, you'll notice, not to brag. I wanted to maybe hold one. What happened? Sadness. She did something to the memory. Is everything okay? I don't know. Take it back, Joy. Me. Joy, no. Let's wait. Go. The core memories. Ah! No, 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 no. Can I say that curse word now? Yes, that, of course, is the animated movie Inside Out. That movie uh, that holds a great place in my heart just because uh, of the message of the story. It's a happy tale about emotions and figuring out your emotions. But what makes it so good is, at least for me, my takeaway from the movie was that it teaches you and teaches kids that we all have emotions and we're all supposed to use those emotions. Sometimes we can be sad. Sometimes we can be angry. And it's totally okay. You don't have to run away from those fears or from those emotions because we all have it. It's what makes us human. And that's what I really love about this movie. Obviously, kids will get something a little different out of it. And maybe I'm looking too much into a Pixar animated movie. But that's what I took away. It is just 
great, great movie. And just as always with Pixar, you're going to cry at least once in this movie. Inside Out, check it out. I know you can definitely get it on Disney+. Plus. Here's number one. A television program for children made its unauspicious debut on station WQED in Pittsburgh. Its host, Fred Rogers. Mr. Rogers? Yes. Yeah. I want to tell you something. What would you like to tell? I like you. I like you, my dear. Thank you very much for telling me that. You take all of the elements that make good television and do the exact opposite. You have Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Low production values, simple set, unlikely star. Yet, it worked. Hello. I've always felt that I didn't need to put on a funny hat or jump through the hoop to have a relationship with a child. He was always trying to get a message across in every show. A week on death. What does assassination mean? Yes, this is the fantastic documentary called Won't You Be My Neighbor. It's number one easily because when you watch this film, you smile and it makes you happy. What One of the things I really like about the documentary is that it showcases who Fred Rogers was, but also the kindness and the niceness that he spread throughout his life, throughout his work. And I think this documentary is perfect because it continues that legacy. When you watch it, you feel good. You know that you can... Uh, talk to your kids in any way. It just makes you feel really, really good and makes you, like he says in the clip, makes you feel important because we're all important. And that's one of the things I really liked about it. Easily number one. And I know it's weird because it's a documentary and people are like, oh, documentaries, that sounds boring. But if you want to watch a story about what has to be one of the like purest, nicest people to ever exist, this is the one to watch. I don't think there, I mean, a lot of people are like, oh, I bet he has some skeletons in the closet somewhere, but it doesn't seem like it. It is a fantastic movie. You will definitely enjoy it, especially if you rose, if you grew up watching this or having your kids watch it. Won't You Be My Neighbor? I believe it's on HBO and in Netflix right now. Don't quote me on that. And that's it. That is the Geek Show for the week. I always try to end on a positive note, so I wish you all have a fantastic weekend. Go do something good. Do something great. Talk to somebody you haven't talked to in a long time. Just check in on them. See how they're doing. I know that the weather eventually feels like we're never going to get out of winter is going to get nicer. And with that comes a feeling of, I want to go outside, I want to break the stay-at-home rules, but we got to work together. If it's one thing geeks are great at, is collecting together and fighting for a good cause, and we need to watch each other's back. We're all trying to protect our, uh, each other. I know it's really easy to forget because it's not really affecting the local area significantly, like Chicago or New York, but... We need to keep it that way, and the best way to keep it that way is to follow the rules and the guidelines that were given to us. And I know, I know, who wants to follow rules? Let's break them. Think of it as protecting our fellow friends and our fellow listeners. That's all we're doing. We're trying to protect each other by doing this. We'll eventually get out of it, and when that happens, we are going to have a party. The likes no one has ever seen, the greatest geek party of all time. Okay, that kind of sounds lame now, but there will be dwarves and elves and orcs it'll be the greatest party ever and with that you guys have a fantastic weekend once again do something good do something great watch something new have a great great weekend and i'll see you all next